Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm here to rumble. 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 I
Good evening, everyone. This is Friday, November 26, 2021. It is 8.58 p.m. Eastern Standard Time as we welcome you from the WCWUSHQ here in Trinity, North Carolina, to episode number 1073 of the Mothership Broadcast of the WCWS Radio Network right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. This is, of course, the one and the only WCWS Revolution. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mr. WCWS Chad Hinshaw back on the line here with you as we get set, of course, to bring you our thoughts and opinions about our favorite subject of all time, that, of course, professional wrestling. We will, of course, start things off with our wrestling news and views here segment, of course, filling in for our 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team King Ice who is, of course, King and W.O. Gerard T. Smith and the Iceman Jerry D. Geralmo are indeed our friends at 411mania.com. <coughs> Excuse me. We are uncertain as to the status of human suplex machine John Gross, if he will be with us here tonight, of course, or not. In the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, if, if, he, if he does not show up, by, of course, by the time the end of our news segment comes up, then I'll be bringing you also your first take on your wrestling and pop culture history and birthday report here for today. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, we are waiting some more folks to pop in here, of course, here in the next little bit. In the meantime, here, folks, wish to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here, of course, this evening. Please feel free, of course, to give us a call. The phone number, as always, 1-605-562-0444. Caller ID 138055-POUND to match at six numbers. And press that one if you wish to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here, of course, here this evening. In addition to our news and views and history and birthdays here, of course, for the evening. We will, of course, even since we did not have an episode of NWO Wolfpack yesterday due to, of course, the Thanksgiving holiday, which I hope everyone did have a great Thanksgiving. We will, of course, be talking about Wednesday's edition of AEW Dynamite. We will also be talking about, of course, some of the stuff taking place on the episode of SmackDown that's coming from my neck of the woods, even as we speak, of course, here in, uh, of course, in Greensboro, North Carolina. <clears throat> also, ladies and gentlemen, we hope to get some thoughts and opinions in about tonight's episode of AEW Rampage. Also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we hope to, of course, we also will definitely be bringing you, of course, the full results of our poll matches, of course, posted on our pay-per-view prediction center page. Of course, as you know, several matches did, of course, stem from uh, the AEW Full Gear Prediction Title Challenge. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we'll let you know about matches as a result from these, uh, of, of course, the ones that we did have from our Survivor Series uh, prediction title challenge, of course, here as well. We'll definitely be bringing you all that here, of course, here this evening. Uh, I do see that time on the wall. It is 9.01 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. As we said, this is Wednesday, November 26th. Of course, the official start of the Christmas shopping season, as they, of course, as they call it, Black Friday. Uh, of course, ladies and gentlemen, have you with you here during this, this evening. As we said, we hope you had a very safe and happy Thanksgiving and you got to spend it with the ones that you love and ones that you care about. And, of course, <clears throat> there'll be plenty more opportunities 
for uh, for a whole lot of great stuff like that to happen again, of course, in the near future. In the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, let us proceed directly to 411mania.com and bring the latest uh, wrestling reviews that we do have, of course, on record here. Of our friends, of course, here at 411mania.com. Of course, I will go ahead and let you. I will go ahead and let you know here, ladies and gentlemen, that the WWS Radio Network, as always, thanks our friends at 411mania.com for allowing us to read their stories on all of our shows. Of course, in addition to right here on Revolution, <clears throat> of course, also, ladies and gentlemen, on NWO Wolfpack, as well as Raw Radio. <coughs> Outside the Ropes, Power Hour, WCW US This Morning, as well as Wrestling Revisited, Wrestling Debate, and also Sports Machine. And hopefully, of course, when we get a lot more of our shows back up on the air here really, really soon, that we'll be able to apply, of course, all everything that 411 Mania brings to the table on all of our other shows, of course, as well. In the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, let's go to our first story of the evening. <coughs> Uh, with some major, some news kind of major league wrestling here jeremy thomas has that story here tonight <clears throat> as contra the the contra uh stable is reportedly shelved for right now and also plans for a feud between alex kane and calvin tankman a new report says that contra won't be seeing any action as a group for the foreseeable future as the stable has been shelved Pipo select reports that the group has has been for the time being. Alex Kane and Calvin Tatum's feud is expected to be a big part of Major League Wrestling storylines for the first part of 2022. The site reports that Major League Wrestling is high on Alex Kane and the plan to have him win the MLW National Openweight title was set back in September. It was also noted that Spock got messed up in the finish of the TJP versus Calvin Tatum match. Thanksgiving special fusion. TJP won the match to move on to the Opera Cup Finals with Kane and Mr. Thomas doing a run-in that cost Tateman the match. Dallas reports that Tateman accidentally ended up way too close to the referee, which put everyone in an awkward spot as they were supposed to, to, to all be on the other side of the ring. There doesn't seem to be any heat stemming from the moment. But if we hear anything different, ladies and gentlemen, we'll definitely, of course... As to to your attention. Speaking of AEW Dynamite, we do have Jeremy Thomas has this story here. As AEW Dynamite has, has the fast fast national ratings, see a typical pre-Thanksgiving drop. The fast national ratings for AEW Dynamite reportedly saw the usual drop for the pre-Thanksgiving. It's worth noting that these are numbers and typically adjust up or down in the final numbers. 17.8% from the final numbers of 0.37 demo rating and 984,000 uh, <clears throat> viewers for the November 17th episode. The draw was expected as the TV viewing is typically down the night before Thanksgiving. Last year's pre-Thanksgiving Dynamite was down 29.7% and 
and 16.4% from the week before. And 2019's was down 33.3% and 25.8% in demo ratings and overall viewers, respectively. The final ratings numbers will be delayed until Monday because of the holidays. And we'll keep you apprised, of course, I'm sure you does get anything about it on Raw Radio. They'll definitely, of course, bring that here, uh, bring that here, of course, here to you. <coughs> 411 Mania is currently providing live coverage of tonight's episode of SmackDown. Of course, stemming from, uh, obviously, as we said, from my neck of the woods, Greensboro, North Carolina. If you'd like to come hear what the guys of 411 Mania are saying about, about, about tonight's episode, you can come on 411mania.com to where it says live WWE SmackDown coverage and listen to what the guys there have to say about tonight's show. Jeremy Thomas posted this story as Matt Hardy, Brian Pillman Jr., DDP, and more share some giving pictures. The wrestling world joined the rest of America in celebrating Thanksgiving yesterday, and several stars, including Matt Hardy and more, shared their festivities online. You can see pictures from Brian Pillman Jr., DDP, Mia Yim, Eric Bischoff, and more right here. Matt Hardy posted on uh, Twitter, thank you, at Rebby Hardy, hashtag Thanksgiving. Matt Hardy says, in the multiverse of Matt Hardy, I get to indulge in this persona only one day every year. Fat Hardy. Uh, Brian Pillman Jr. posted on his Twitter account, Pillman Uh Zelina Vega account, Happy Thanksgiving, of course. As well. Brandy Rhodes posted on her Twitter account, the dining room set up and the butternut squash soup. Cody went fishing on the right day because I'm a catch. I'm a catch, honey, and my dog's cute, too. DDP Account at real
Uh, Maurice, uh, of course, the Miz's wife posted on Twitter account with her, the Miz and their kids, of course, saying happy Thanksgiving there, of course, here as well. Uh, Eric, uh, the, uh, um, of course, of the Viking Raiders, of course, you know, his wife is, uh, his wife is, of course, as you know, Sarah Logan. Everyone apparently seems to have, have a little bit of a drink there, matching T-shirts and, and brown overalls there. Eric posted on his uh, Instagram account, uh, thankful at Rose, at hashtag Rose Borg, hash, at Sarah Rowe, hashtag Thanksgiving. Nikki James posted on her Twitter, I mean, Instagram account, like a picture of her little boy, of course, here with a turkey sitting right there in the middle of the table. And, of course, she says, I may have caught a case of the itis. I had to put my foot in this feast today. At Nick Aldis may have the video, but I won't let him post it. But since you haven't had enough hashtag food porn today, I will share all my hard work in the kitchen. Hashtag happy Thanksgiving, everyone. I hope your bellies and your hearts are full and happy. I'm grateful for so much of my life. It's been one of unexpected wonder. I appreciate you all being here for the ride. I am grateful for you, night all. And of course, of course, like I said, a bunch of hashtags all pertaining to, of course, the Thanksgiving meal. So, so like I said, ladies and gentlemen, the wrestling world really got really got into, of course, the uh, the, the spirit, of course, yesterday, big time there. So. Our next story, right, folks? Jeremy Thomas posted this story today with some WWE news. For the men's war game advantage competitors. And the Rumble book have been moved. W is using a fan vote to determine who will compete in the match for advantage in the men's war games match at NXT War Games. The company is holding the vote <clears throat> at WWE.com forward slash war games advantage and asking who should compete for each team. Men's war games will see Tommaso Ciampa, Pete Dunn, Johnny Gano, and L. Knight take on Braun Breaker, Carmelo Hayes, Tony D'Angelo on December the 5th. Has, their publishing partners have moved up the release date of all books related to the upcoming animated film Rumble following the announcement today that the film will arrive on Paramount Plus on December 15th. The books will release on December 28th and are and are as follows. Uh, of course, Monster Match Monster Match the re-novelization back in the ring and the world of monster wrestling. So definitely, so definitely, of course, uh, definitely, of course, uh, check that out here, of course, indeed. Of 
Speaking of NXT, here's a story. Here's another NXT related story. Jeremy Thomas posted this story today. Today is WWE solicits feedback for NXT to in a new fan survey. WWE is looking for feedback for the current iteration of NXT via a fan survey. PW Insider reports that the company sent the survey out to their mailing list, which asked about the quality of NXT 2.0 and if it's better or worse than the initial NXT. The side notes that the survey asked to write the match outcomes, the show's look, and the aesthetic of wrestling quality, the variety of the talent featured, providing unexpected moments, entertainment value, star athleticism, and more. It also asked whether respondents agreed or disagreed with the following. The show has many unique and exciting characters. I enjoy the athleticism and the wrestling talent on the show. The show has some of my favorite professional wrestling characters. Character development is believable. Wrestling talent on the show is charismatic. I enjoy the interactions and matchups among female talent. Wrestling talent has created the freedom to speak their minds. Promos feel natural and not scripted. I enjoy the interactions and matchups among male talent. The show does a good job in developing newer wrestling talent. I enjoy the promos slash smack talk on the, on this show. The show does a good job in featuring a wide variety of talent that I'm interested in. The show is one of my favorites among all professional wrestling shows. The show is straightforward. Most segments on the show feel necessary to watch. There's a good balance between talking and action segments. There's a good variety of match types used on the show. I can count on seeing at least some big or important moments. The show has high production value, such as lights, camera work, etc. The show does not have enough escalation to, to intense, brutal action. The show format continues to positively evolve. Match outcomes feel meaningful. The show keeps up with the latest technology. The show has the right amount of aggressiveness slash violence. Storylines are consistently engaging. Storylines are keeping me guessing in a good way. There's always something fishing. The show offers an amount of humor that appeals to me. I enjoy the commentary on the show. I share content or talk about the show with my friends or other fans. Robberies and matchups on this show are constantly entertaining. Of course, WWE WWE launched NXT 2.0 in mid-September as the next evolution of the NXT brand. No, they launched NXT 2.0 because Vince McMahon didn't like the way the original NXT, so he decided to change change it up a bit because he didn't originally come up with it. That's what happened. And, of course, the one question they forgot to put on that thing is, is Vince McMahon a complete douchebag? So there you go. And I would say the answer is yes. Blake Lavelle posted this story here today. As Roman Reigns' next challenger is to be determined in a battle royal on tonight's SmackDown. Uh, WWE has a addition to tonight's SmackDown lineup with a Black Friday battle royal set to determine the next challenger for current for, for current Universal Champion. Uh, Roman Roman sucks. The participants for the match have yet to be announced. Here's a full release from WWE on the match. Of course, it probably this was just announced right before the show started. This Thanksgiving, only one superstar sits at the head of the table for SmackDown. Roman sucks has made SmackDown his island island of suckiness or relevancy, whatever you want to call it, for over 450 days. Of course, that's no thanks to Paul Heyman and the Usos. Defeating would-be challenger after would-be challenger. Like I said, it's because of Paul Heyman and the Usos. 
after relinquishing WWE Champion Big E at Survivor Series. Of course, I'm sure deep down he cheated, but that's that's beside the point. Sucks next opponent will be determined tonight in the Black Friday Royal. Winner of the Battle Royal will earn a right to challenge to challenge the douchebag for the universal title. And of course, you can tell, ladies and gentlemen, I am not a fan of Roman. So there you go. He does not reign. He just simply sucks. Blake Lavelle posted this story today as WWE announces compensation details for former CFO Christina Salem. As pre reported, announced early November that Christina Salem had been replaced by Frank Riddick III as the company's chief financial officer. Mike Johnson, the PW Insider, has the details on the compensation de- on the compensation details for Salem after her firing from WWE. According to Johnson, WWE filed a corporate disclosure on Salem's termination, and here are the details. On November 23, 2021, World Wrestling Entertainment Inc. entered into a separation agreement with Christina Salem, formerly the company's financial officer, in connection with the previously announced departure from the company. Under the terms of the separation agreement, Ms. Salem will receive a continuation of base salary and health insurance coverage for a period of 12 months. She will be paid cash in the amount of $413,000 for certain forfeited restricted stock units and will be eligible for a payment in respect of her incentive bonus for 2021 to be determined by the, by the compensation committee of the company's board of directors and currently estimated at $31,200 in each case payable on or before, on or before March 31st, 2022. All payments are subject to applicable employment or tax withholdings and deductions. Separation agreement contains other standard provisions, including maintaining Ms. Salem's intellectual property, confidentiality, and non-solicitation obligations. Separation agreement is terminable by Ms. Salem until November 26, 2021, which is today. Salem joined WWE in August of last year after previously serving as the CFO of ET of Etsy. If y'all know that, that's something you can order stuff off of. Of course, once again, that's just just another one of those releases that shouldn't have happened in the first place. Blake Lavelle posted this story here today. As John Cena, Batista, and Randy Orton reflect on Ohio wrestling and WWE's ruthless aggression sneak peek. WWE has revealed a new sneak peek for its securing the future episode of the Ruthless Aggression series on Peacock and WWE Network and includes John Cena, Batista, Randy Orton, and Jim Cornette discussing the success of Ohio, of, of Ohio Valley Wrestling. Here's the video description from WWE. WWE superstars who reached the top during the Ruthless Aggression era reflect on first episode Jim Cornette's groundbreaking developmental system, Ohio Valley Wrestling. In the sneak peek at securing the future available now to stream anytime exclusively on Peacock here in the United States and WWE Network everywhere else. It should be Peacock everywhere, in my opinion. The video, of course, is right here on this page. And ladies and gentlemen, we found this video earlier. We actually went ahead and posted the video in the uh, WWUS NXTNG video vault page. So you can go back there and it earlier it was a real good real good video real good discussion point here of course here indeed our next story here folks Blake Lavelle posted this story right here today 
WWE news as WWE playlist looks at Brock Lesnar's rare teammates. Also, entrance themes have been released for King Woods and Aaliyah. Also, a clip from the uh, uh, Bella Twins podcast. The newest WWE playlist looks at unlikely tag team pairings for Brock Lesnar, including teaming up with John Cena, Rey Mysterio, Eddie Guerrero, and more. You can look at the video right here on this page. We actually also found that I found we found that video here earlier today as well. And we have we, we also of course posted it in the video vault there as well. You can go back and check that video out if you wish. Also, WWE has unveiled new interesting videos for both King Woods, King Xavier Woods, and also of course Aaliyah. We will post the the, the video for uh, Xavier Woods in the video vault page. The video for Alea, we will post, we will actually will post it in the Women of WCWS Facebook page. Also, Sirius XM has released a new clip from the Bellas podcast where Nittany and Brie their partners understanding that there are third wheels in the relationship. And we'll actually will post this, Post this, of course, in the interview corner page as well, so that way everyone can go back and everyone can go back and, of course, um, listen listen in on it. Joseph, please post this story as an as we have a note on when on when Candice LeRae's WWE contract is set to expire. As we previously reported, Johnny Gargano's WWE deal was set to expire on December the 3rd until he signed a one-week extension, keeping him there until at least December the 10th. This means he'll be able to participate in NXT 2.0 War Games. Wrestling Observer Newsletter reports that Candice LeRae has a contract that was originally set to expire in May. However, it's believed that WWE will likely add time based on how long she's been off of television due to her pregnancy. If they do that, it will add time to the deal, which could potentially not expire until sometime in 2023. So we'll definitely have to uh, keep our eyes open on that. <clears throat> Joseph Lee posted this story here today as WWE reportedly contacted the manager of Tula Harrison. As previously reported, MMA fighter Kayla Harrison made an appearance for AW during the feud between American Top Team and the Inner Circle. However, Harrison hasn't been complimentary of her time there and said that she wouldn't go back. According to Wrestling Observer Newsletter, WWE recently contacted Ali uh, Abdelaziz, who is manager. While it's unknown what role WWE had in mind for Harrison, she said in an interview with Renee Paquette and Misha Tate that she had no interest in wrestling. She said at the time, it would just be too easy, don't you think? There are levels, and we would just be on a different level. That's why I'm not interested, because what's what's the fun in, in that? I want an actual challenge. Going and beating up people who hang out in their mom's basic is like, cool. Uh, we beat up all the guys on those rosters 100%. And they're like, oh, girls can't beat up guys. Chris Jericho, I would eat him for breakfast. Are you kidding me? That old washed-up has-been, are you kidding me? I would grab him by his hair and throw him around. I could do that. No problem. It wouldn't even be a work. It would be real. That's what I'm saying. 
So apparently, like it. So apparently, here, ladies and gentlemen, it seems. <clears throat> it seems that, of course, uh, that um, that there's uh, uh, this this one female MMA fighter is not even interested in being a part of the wrestling scene at all. It seems so. But if anything does change, we'll let you know. Joseph Lee posted this story here tonight as Tony Khan, CM Punk, and others wish Jim Ross well after his cancer treatment announcement. As, as 411 Mania noted last night, Jim Ross is set to go 22 straight days of radiation treatment for skin cancer starting Monday and will have this weeks of AEW Dynamite. Several names in wrestling have reacted to the news on Twitter, including CM Punk and AEW President Tony Khan. Khan wrote, JR, everyone here at at here at AEW wishes you the best. I think it's a great game plan you've got. We look forward to your return to commentary, hopefully in your new hometown, Jacksonville, Florida, at Daly's Place at New Year's Smash at the end of December. We want you to get the can ABLS, JR. And that was said by Tony Khan, of course, with on Twitter. <clears throat> RVD says, we're all with you. Let's go. Uh, CM Punk also posted a heart emoji and also a uh, a mus uh, an, uh, someone flexing their arm muscles <clears throat> on his Twitter account. Matt Hardy posted best wishes, my friends. Sending positive and hoping for a speedy and healthy recovery for you, Jim. Adam Pierce posted all the best, Jr. Lance Storm also said all the best, Jr. The Bollywood Blondes, uh, of course, at Bollywood Boys said, best wishes, Jim, you got this. Prayers up. Evil Uno, the Dark Order, posted best wishes, Jim. Get well soon. Enzo Amore also posted two little um, um, two uh, praying emojis on his Twitter account. Dan Housen posted, wishing you all the luck. Uh, Leo Rush posted prayers coming your way. Uh, Mr. Pectacular um, says, get well soon, keeping you in my prayers. And, of course, Ricky Hall of Famer Ricky Morton of the Rock and Roll Express says, best wishes, Jim. Much love and prayers your way, my friend. So, lots of support, Jim Ross, of course, coming in. <clears throat> of course, like I said, we'll... We'll keep you updated, of course, if we hear any more about about Jim Ross's uh, treatment. Blake Lavelle posted this story today as Ruby Soho talks about how AEW reminds her of her indie wrestling scene and the backstage atmosphere in AEW. In a recent interview on AEW Unrestricted, Ruby Soho discussed how AEW reminds her of the independent wrestling scene, the atmosphere in AEW, and much more. Here are some of her comments. Ruby Soho on how AEW reminds her of the independent scene in wrestling. She says, it's really awesome to be with so many of my friends that we grind over so many years where cars are breaking down. There's not a whole lot of fans in the audience, but we are still, but we still, we're still trying the best show that we could put on the best show we ever possibly could. I felt like I was new, but it was familiar at the same time because I had known so many people there. I'm very proud of the independent wrestler. I feel like it, it has made me who I am today. That grind is something I'm very proud to have done for six years before I even entered national television. I feel like the energy in the arenas has an intimate bingo hall feel. 
but with a huge arena environment. It's like you feel the fans are right there, even though they are really far away. You feel like they are right there with you. On the backstage atmosphere in AEW, Ruby says, in the back in the independence, we weren't trying to come back after each other's spots. We were just trying to put it on the best show, and that's how I feel AEW is. <clears throat> uh, we're a team just trying to put on the best show possible. Nobody's trying to come after anybody's spot. We're just trying to put on this product we're all very, very proud of. It definitely has that indie wrestling feel, which is one that I love so much, where we are trying to prove ourselves with the arena and, and national TV exposure environment. I love it. It's beautiful. It's what we all dream of in the Paris. This place is like if we had to dream of a perfect place where one day we can all go to this company, we're going to be on national television, and we're going to have to, we're going to have a say where we can be where we can be ourselves. Our boss is going to be super cool, and we're going to have a lot of fun. We can wrestle our friends. We can put on amazing matches. Like wouldn't that be cool? And it became a reality. We do credit AEW restricted for of course a lot for for of course providing this excerpt. Uh, here. If you have access to Apple Podcasts, you can check out, of course, this. Uh, this uh, you can check out, of course, AEW Unrestricted and this interview that they did with Ruby Soho. I will also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, remind you they did post the video on YouTube on this earlier, and we did post that earlier on the um, <clears throat> uh, uh, AEW US page. If you want to check that out. Eric Lavelle, I mean, Blake Lavelle, I'm sorry. Mm, a little tongue-tied there. Blake Lavelle posted this story here today. As Eric Bischoff talks about Tony Khan's criticism of WWE contracts and differences in how Khan and Vince McMahon manage their companies. In a recent edition of 83 Weeks, Eric Bischoff discussed Tony Khan's criticism of WWE contracts, the differences between how events have managed their respective companies and much more here are eric bischoff's comments eric bischoff on tony khan's criticism of wwe contracts bischoff says in the terms of a wwe agreement clearly gives wwe the ability to cancel that agreement by giving notice here's the difference though i understand what tony is saying and i applaud him for caring as much about his talent as he does how could that be a negative thing it's not but here's the reality again WWE is a held company. AEW is not. WWE has a fiduciary uh, responsibility to their shareholders to make a decision, to make decisions, and manage their business in a way that will, that will most benefit the shareholders. <clears throat> Would Vincent Man person prefer not to have to release his talent? I'm not saying he does or doesn't, but he has no choice. Even if he did, he has no choice. He has to manage his budget and his business in a way that is most beneficial to his shareholders. I'll say about it, BS. On the differences between how Khan events have, have to manage their respective companies, Bischoff says Tony Khan has to manage his business in a way that's, that most suits himself. There's a big difference between the two. I think criticizing WWE for exercising fiduciary responsibility to their shareholders, whether or not you believe it's also setting them up for a potential sale. Take that aspect out of it. To criticize WWE for managing their budget in a way that they have been trusted by their by law, have to manage that budget in a way that has beneficiary to their, their to their shareholders. To criticize WWE for for that is understandable, but not the whole story. 
It's easy, especially only because these are emotional situations for the talents that are being released. It's emotional just to a certain degree, and with the fan, ba fan base, because fans associate with a talent, they relate more with a talent than they do with Vince McMahon. So I get it, but I don't think it's necessarily fair to suggest because WWE is managing their talent budget in a new environment with new leadership in place in Nick. New board members over the last year or 18 months. I think it's fair to contextualize that in a way that's necessarily negative in terms of the company's behavior. It's just a fact of life. Tony's got the luxury of only being in business for two years. Let's see what happens a, a year from two from now with the amazing roster, but amazingly larger roster than AEW has. If Tony Khan has never had him by himself, then he'll probably will keep that talent under contract for the rest of his life, as he says. But if at some point he becomes accountable, maybe his view on that subject will also evolve. Of course, at least Tony cares about his people more than Vince does. That's all I got to say. You can also, we do credit, of course, the 83 Weeks podcast, of course, for, um, to, uh, if you wish to, uh, for, uh, of course, this uh, clip from this, uh, from this. And also, of course, you can go on this page and listen to some of the episodes that uh, Bischoff has done, of course, of 83 weeks. If you wish to go back and take a look at look at all that here as well. So, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. There with all the with all the uh, wrestling news here, of course, here courtesy of 411 Mania here, of course, for tonight. We do thank them, of course, for bringing those stories here to our, to our attention. <clears throat> and also, ladies and gentlemen, we do give kudos to our 2017. Hall of Fame News Tag Team King Ice. Of course, King and W.O. Gerard T. Smith and the Iceman Jared DiGirolamo. They bring all the news that's fit to print here in the WWS Radio Network. And of course, if the news doesn't fit, they always find a way to make it fit. And of course, in GTS's case, super glue and duct tape, you cannot beat that old fashioned combination, nor have, would we ever, we have never ever tried to do so in six years. Ladies and gentlemen, apparently, we're, apparently we may not be hearing from John at all. I'm not sure unless he overstuffed himself with turkey or something like that. I'm not sure what's going on with that. Um, and <clears throat> But uh, I know Fridays is one day that he rarely ever comes on. But uh, we were hoping to at least probably hear from him in some way tonight. But in the meantime here, folks, uh, since we haven't heard from him, I'll be, of course, your first take of your of your wrestling and pop culture history and birthday reports here of course for uh today uh november the 26th uh give us just a moment here while we of course definitely uh while we of course definitely uh pull that up Let's see here. 
Bye, folks, but we're getting this up here right now, so give us just a second here. And here is, of course, your wrestling, uh, <clears throat> your wrestling uh, history, and uh, uh, wrestling portion of your history and pop wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays for today, November twenty-six, on this day in nineteen eighty-seven. The very first WWF Survivor Series came from the Richfield Coliseum and was billed as the biggest event since WrestleMania III. It was the second pay-per-view to be added to the annual WWF calendar. In the main event elimination, the tag team, excuse me, in the main event tag team elimination match, Andre the Giant's heel team of Butch Reed, King Kong Bundy, one-man gang, and Rick Rude were victorious over WWF champion Hulk Hogan's team of Bam Bam. Excuse me, Bam Bam Bigelow, Don Morocco, Kim Patera, and Paul Orndorff. Also on the card was a fully loaded 10-on-10 tag team elimination match, which featured teams such as the British Bulldogs, the Killer Bees, Strike Force, the Fabulous Rougeau's Demolition, and the Hart Foundation. On the state in 1987, this was also this, this was also the first year that the NWA Starcade did not did officially did not come from the Greensboro Coliseum. Instead, Chicago was the was the location, and the event was billed as Shy Town Heat, with the car featuring two steel cage matches. In the main event, Ric Flair defeated Ron Garvin for the NWA World Heavyweight Title, and in the semi main event, Dusty Rhodes defeated Lex Luger for the United Title. Also, Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard retained the NWA Tag Team Titles against the Road Warriors. Nikita Koloff defeated Terry Taylor to unify the NWA and UWF World TV titles, and the Rock and Roll Express were victorious over the Midnight Express in the Scott in a Skywalkers match. On a day in 1988, Tito Santana and Greg the Hammer Valentine fought to a draw for the Intercontinental title in the main event of a WWF show in Madison Square Garden. On a set in 1994, at a now historic WWF Madison Square Garden house show, Diesel, who we of course know as Kevin Nash, won the WWF title in eight seconds from Bob Backlund. Three days after Backlund won the title from Bret Hart in San Antonio at the, at the Survivor Series. Also on the card were two trial matches for the upcoming Royal Rumble in Tampa. Razor Ramon retained the Intercontinental title against Jeff Jarrett and the pinfall victory. Uh, let's see here. Uh, on the state in 1995, Macho Man Randy Savage last eliminated um, the one-man gang 
to win the 60-man Battle Royal in the main event of World War III from the Norfolk Scope in Norfolk, Virginia. On this date in the year, the second and final WCW Mayhem took place at the U.S. Cellular Arena in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Three titles changed hands on this night, with the first being General Rection, who is, of course, Hugh Morse, defeating Lance Storm for the United States title. Later on the card, the Insiders, who was Kevin Nash and DDP, snatched the tag team titles from the perfect event, Chuck Palumbo and Sean Stasiak. In the main event, Scott Steiner became the punitive WCW heavyweight for the company itself, folded when he defeated Booker T in a straitjacket match. On the state in 2001 on WWF Raw, the week after Survivor Series, the Undertaker turned heel in the segment with Jim Ross and Vincent Mann that led to Taker forcing JR to induct himself into Mr. McMahon's Kiss My You Know What Club. On the state in 2006, WWE presented the Survivor Series at the Philadelphia. The event played host in the final match as a full-time competitor, of course, in, uh, in WWE Hall of Famer Lita, who lost to Mickey James in the most notable elimination match. Uh, trip, the team of Triple H, Shawn Michaels, Jeff Hardy, CM Punk, and Matt Hardy completed a clean sweep over Edge, Randy Orton, Mike Knox, Gregory Helms, and Johnny Nitro. On his date last year on NXT UK, Kid became the first winner of the Heritage Cup, defeating Trent Seven in the tournament final by two falls to one in seven rounds. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, four birthdays to bring you here, of course, here today, ladies and gentlemen. We wish a very happy 40th birthday to Bobby Shields. We also want to wish a very happy, uh, yeah, happy 45th to Maven. We also want to wish a very, a very happy uh, 55th birthday to Brian Lee. And we also want to wish, ladies and gentlemen, a very, believe it or not, a very happy and this is unbelievable here, ladies and gentlemen. A very happy 60th birthday to Ivory. See what Ivory looks pretty. Ivory looks pretty darn good for 60 years old. So happy birthday to Shield and Brian Lee and Ivory here, of course, here today. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let's bring you your uh, pop culture history and birthday report here for for today. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, we'll read it. We'll bring it to you just like we always do every single Wednesday on the WCWS Outside the Ropes. Uh, let's see your general pop culture history, as well as, of course, uh, history and birthdays from both movies, television, music, and also sports as well. On the date in 43 BC. The second Triumvirate Alliance, a Roman leader, Octavian, later known as Caesar Augustus, Marcus Aemilius Lepidus, and Mark Antony, officially formed. On his day in 1778, British explorer James Cook is the first European to visit Maui in the Sandwich Islands, which is now known as Hawaii. On his day in 1789, the first national Thanksgiving is recognized in America. On state 1791, the first United States cabinet meeting was held at George Washington's home in Philadelphia. 
Secretary of State Thomas Jefferson, Secretary of the Treasury Alexander Hamilton, Secretary of War Henry Knox, and Attorney General Edmund Randolph attended. On 1885, Alice in Wonderland by Lewis Carroll is published in America. And on this day in 1922, English archaeologist Howard Carter opens Tutankhamun's virtually intact tomb in Egypt. A couple of moments in movies and television here on this day in 1922. The first successful Technicolor movie, which was entitled The Tall of the Sea, T-O-L-L, premieres at the Rialto Theater in New York City. In 1942, Casablanca, which is directed by Michael Curtis and starring Humphrey Bogart and Ingrid Bergman, premieres at the Hollywood Theater in New York City. It wins the Academy Awards Best Picture in 1943. Today in music history on the state in 1945, Charlie Bird Parker leads a recording session for the Savoy label marketed as the greatest jazz session ever with Dizzy Gillespie and Miles Davis. Today in sports history on the state in 1970, National Hockey League officially forms with the Montreal Canadiens, Montreal Maroons, Toronto Arenas, Ottawa Senators, and Quebec Bulldogs. The National Hockey Association officially disbands. On this day, 1983, the world's greatest robbery took place. 26 million pounds, of course, sterling worth of gold, diamonds, and cash was stolen from Brinks Mat Warehouse at Heathrow Airport in in England. Some famous birthdays, of course, here to talk about here today. Let's see here. Sorry about that here, folks. Here we go. Today would have been the 194th birthday of Ellen G. White. She passes away in 19. Today would have been the 160th birthday of Albert B. Fall. He passes away in 1944. They would have been the 145th birthday of Willis Carrier. He passes away in 1950. They would have been the 99th birthday of legendary illustrator Charles M. Schultz. Of course, best known for drawing up Charlie Brown and the rest of the Peanuts gang. Sadly, he passed away in 2000. Today would have been the 88th birthday of legendary entertainer Robert Goulet. Sadly, he passed away in 2007. And today we wish legendary entertainer and singer Tina Turner a very happy 82nd birthday today and some interesting birthdays of course here uh 
talk about tomorrow. We'll talk about those on WCWS Power Hour tomorrow evening. On this day, 1970, in Base Terre, Guadalupe, 1.5 inches or 38.1 rainfall in a minute, the heaviest rainfall ever on record. The weddings to mention here. It was 1894, Russian Emperor Nicholas I, who was 26 at the time, marries Alexandra Fedorovna, who was 22 at the time, at the Grand Church of the Winter Palace in St. Petersburg, Russia. On his day, 1924, comic comic actor Charlie Chaplin, who was 35 at the time, actress from the movie The Kid, Lita Gray, who was 16 at the time, in Mexico. Also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, on this day, 1927, uh, future Sound of Music matriarch and folk star Maria Augusta Kuchtera, who was 22 at the time, marries Naval Captain George von Trapp, who was 47 at the time, in Salzburg, Austria. Some passings, of course, that took place here today. Uh, Isabella I of Castillo passed away on this day in 1504. Sojourner Truth passed away on this date in 1883. Reinhard Scheer passed away on this day in 1928. Legendary conductor Tommy Dorsey passed away on this day in 1956. Felipe de Broca passed away on this day in 2004. And Bernardo Bertolucci passed away on this date in 2018. And we have some interesting birthdays. I mean, interesting passings. Bring course. Now, ladies and gentlemen, uh, on this day in 1878, artist James Whistler sought 1,000 pounds libel damages from an art critic that was told by a juror on this day that he could that he could whistle for it. Of course, apparently, it must have been a, a drawing of his that was officially. That was officially, of course, um, uh, damaged or something of that nature. I believe. On this day, movies and television history is at 92. The first successful Technicolor movie, The Toll of the Sea, premiered at the Rialto Theater in New York City. 1928, Philip Berry's play Holiday premieres in New York City. 1942, Casablanca, starring Humphrey Bogart and Ingrid Bergman, premieres at the Hollywood Theater in New York City. It wins the Academy Awards for Best Picture in 1943. Also, on the stage in 1940, the last movie starring both Judy Garland and Mickey Rooney together, called Girl Crazy, was officially released. On the stage in 1945, Brief Encounter, based on Noel Coward's one that play Still Life, directed by David Lean, and starring Celia Johnson and Trevor Howard, is officially released. On the stage in a couple of moments in 1953, KBOI TV, now KBCI TV Channel 2 in Boise, Idaho, with CBS dressing, and WJHL TV Channel 11 in Johnson City, Tennessee, also a CBS affiliate, begins their broadcasting. And on this day, 1956, ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> The Price is Right, uh, 
uh, officially debuts on NBC. As we said, ladies and gentlemen, today would have been the uh, 99th birthday of legendary entertainer Robert Goulet. As you know, we said he sadly passed away in seven. Also, uh, some other passings that took place here. Felipe de Broca passed away on this day in 2004. And Bernardo Bertolucci passed away on this date in 2018. As we also said, 1924, Charlie Chaplin marries Lita Gray in Mexico. He was 35. She was 16. Also on this date, 1958, model Betty Page, who was 35 at the time, marries Armand Walter, Florida. And on this date, 1981, legendary American jazz trumpeter Miles Davis, who was 55 at the time, Mary's American sounder actress Cicely Tyson, who was 47 at the time, at the home of actor Bill Cosby. They would divorce in 1989. Now let's check out your music history and birthdays here, folks. I want to say 1921, Danish composer Ruud Longard's Music of the Spheres, which is uh, Starn's music, premieres at Konzerhaus in Karloos, Germany. It is not performed in Denmark until 1960. I want to say 1945, Charlie Bird Parker leads recording session for the Savoy label marketed as the greatest jazz session ever with Dizzy Gillespie and Miles Davis. On say 1955, Boyfriend closes at the Royal Theater, New York City, after 483 performances. On say 1962, the Beatles re-record Please Please Me at a faster tempo. On say 1966, Walking Happy opens at Fontaine Theater, New York City, and runs for 161 performances. On say 1968, rock band Cream gives a final concert at the Royal Albert Hall in London, England, but reunites briefly for a short tour in 2005. On say 1976, East Germany strips singer-songwriter and poet Wolf Biermann his citizenship while he tours West Germany. On say 1976, Sex debut single Anarchy in the UK. As we said, as we said, of course, Robert Goulet would have been 99 today. He passed away in 2007. And today, of course, legendary singer Tina Turner today turns 82. And as we said, uh, Tommy Dorsey passed away on this date in 1956. <clears throat> I want to say 1962, of course, uh, Anna Bullock, of course, Tina Turner, who was 23 at the time. As we said today, she turns 82. Mary's musician Ike Turner, who was 31 at the time in Tijuana, Mexico. As we said in the state, 1981, legendary uh, jazz trumpeter Miles Davis. Mary's actress Cicely Tyson, he was 55, she was 47. They married at the home of actor Bill Cosby. They would divorce uh, eight years later in 1989. On 2011, Jennifer Nettles of the group Sugarland who was 37 at the time, marries entrepreneur Justin Miller at a chapel nestled in the foothills of the Smoky Mountains in Tennessee. 
Now let's check out your sports history and birthdays here. I want to say 1905, the first Australasian Championships men's tennis in Melbourne. Rodney Heath beats Albert Curtis 4663 On a state in 1910, CFL Grey Cup at the AAA grounds in, in Hamilton, University of Toronto uh, Blues retained title. They beat the Hamilton Tigers 16 to 7. On a state in 1917, the National Hockey League forms with the Montreal Canadiens, Montreal Maroons, the Toronto Arenas, the Ottawa Senators, and the Quebec Bulldogs. The National Hockey Association officially disbands. 1927, the CFL Grey Cup, Stadium in Toronto, Toronto Balmy Beach, defeat the Hamilton Tigers 9-6 for their first of two championships. 1941, American tennis star Bobby Riggs and Frank Kovacs turned professional after being suspended by the U.S. Lawn Tennis Association for an undisclosed financial gain. On the state in 1945, the CFO Grey Cup Varsity Stadium in Toronto, the Montreal Alouettes beat the Calgary Stampeders 20th first championship. On the state in 1954, Test Cricket debut of Colin Cowdery versus Australia at GABA. And on the state in 1955, the CFO Grey Cup at Empire Stadium, Vancouver, the Edmonton Eskimos retained championship with a 34 19 win over the Montreal. Alouettes. Uh, some birthdays here. In 1873, Fred Hurd was born. He was a golfer of Scottish descent. He won the U.S. Open in 1898. He was born in St. Andrews in Scotland. He passed away in 1954. On his day, today in 1878, Marshall Taylor was, was born. Uh, he was a track cyclist. He was the first African-American world champion at the 1899 World Track Championships. He was born in uh, Justin's neck of the woods, Indianapolis, Indiana. He passed away in 1932. On the stay in 1892, George Joe, a halfback, um, <clears throat> let's see, he was born in White Earth, Minnesota. Uh, he played for Canton, Cleveland, Ourang, Rock One, and etc. He passed away in 1971. In 1905, on this date, Bob Johnson, a Major League Baseball outfielder. He, he was between 1933 and 45 at the Philadelphia Athletics and two other teams. He was born in Pryor, Oklahoma. He passed away in 82. Some passings, of course, here in sports. In 1918, Charlie McLeod, a cricketer. He was an all-rounder for Australia between 1894 and 1905, passes away. We don't know. We don't know how old he was when he passed. I want to say, in 1920, Howard Taylor, who was a tennis player, won the U.S. National Championships doubles in 1879, and also uh, singles in 1884, 86, 87, and 88. Uh, he was a runner-up. He passed away at the age of 55. I want to say, in 1954, Bill Doak, D-O-A-K, he was a baseball pitcher. He was the National League era. ERA leader in 1914, in 1921 with the St. Louis Cardinals. He passed away at the age of 63. And on his date in 1960, Helen Hillwig, who was a tennis player who won the U.S. National Championship in 1894, passed away at the age of 86. So, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it there with, of course, your wrestling, your first take 
of your wrestling and your pop culture uh, history and birthdays here, of course, for today. <clears throat> and once again, we want to thank our friends at 411mania.com for uh for for allowing us for allowing us uh, of course to read their stories as as usual uh 10:03 p.m. eastern standard time ladies and gentlemen this is friday november 26 2021 this is episode number 1073 of wcws revolution 1605-562-0444 caller id 138055pound mr wcws change we uh, like we said, we have not heard anything officially from the human suplex machine, John Gross. I don't know if he'll be making it in here or not, but we do have someone standing by. I will, I will go ahead and bring him in here, of course, here right now. Um, <clears throat> and he is, of course, ladies and gentlemen. First off, of course, some of his credentials here. He does, of course, is the general manager of WCWS Fan Empire. He also, of course, brings us our daily wrestling and pop culture history and birthday reports on both WCWUS Fan Empire and also WCWUS Entertainment Cavalcade every day. He also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, is a multiple-time title trivia title holder in both WCWUS as well as GSWI. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, he hails from Indianapolis, Indiana, where, of course, if you walk up and down the streets and sidewalks at Flatlands, you might be able, if you, and also if you see him, of course, remember that he does, uh, of course, he does have, he does bear a striking, striking resemblance, ladies and gentlemen, to both Arsenio Hall and also, of course, Lionel Richie. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> when he, when you, when, when you see him and you see, you hear that description, you'll make you want to simply do a little something like this. Hello. Gentlemen, let us welcome to episode number 1073 of Revolution. I'll bring him in here right now. Of course, as we said, from Indianapolis, Indiana, ladies and gentlemen, I bring you the man with the golden voice, of course, as I forgot to say here a little while ago, but I'll say it now. He is, of course, the soul man. He is, of course, Justin Lewis Fleming. Justin, we welcome you, you sir, to episode 1073 hey, good evening, of Revolution. Chad. We thank you very much here, of course, here. How's your Thanksgiving? Uh, mine was mine was good. Mine was very good indeed. Uh, we, uh, I, of course, uh, as as usual, this turkey ended up getting extremely stuffed. I say, <laughs> but uh, nevertheless, here uh, it was a it was a fun time. It was a fun time. My mom forgot to make ham. That's okay. You should just call JD. He would give you a slice. Hey, <laughs> whoa. Go any more <laughs> okay. Uh, um, let's see. Uh, it looked like, ladies and gentlemen, that the human suplex machine, John Gross, have been trying to get off and on on here, but for some odd reason, he's been having some sort of difficulty uh, in doing so, apparently. Uh, apparently, somebody else also tried to get on here, but I think they left as well. Um. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what's what is. I'm not sure what is what is going on here. Uh, but apparently, 
I don't know, Justin, if you've been keeping up with anything going on in GSWI or not, but apparently there is a some sort of I don't know if you want to call it a um, the term the only term that I think of is the term uh, a rogue wrestling organization trying to trying to take John's group down or something like that. I'm not sure what that's all about. Um, uh, some FWF or something like that. I don't know if you're familiar with what's going on here. Uh, but apparently somebody involved that. Um, apparently somebody involved with that apparently tried to come on the show and I must just, just a couple moments ago and I had no idea and I didn't have any idea until just now. But, but because apparently I didn't really stay on the show that long, apparently. Um, so I don't know what's going on here with this whole GSWI or not, but all I can really say is as much as you know, just coming off a very special day like Thanksgiving, I'm just hoping and praying that this group does not drag WCWUS into it. And if they do, they're going to have you know what to pay. Um, and that is, and that simply put, um, they're going to have to deal with me. So, if you hear anything, Justin, please, by all means, try to pass along word to me uh, whenever you can. Um, <clears throat> but in the meantime here, thank you. No, thank you very much. In the meantime here, of course, Justin, we do have a bunch to cover because, as you know, we did take yesterday off for Thanksgiving. So it was no, no NWO, of course, on at all. Um, but... Um, uh, but I will go ahead and um, if we can kind of rewind things back a little bit here. Um, if you have any um, thoughts about what took place this past Wednesday on uh, on the on the dynamite, of course, before Thanksgiving, if you have any thoughts as to stuff that did take place, we'd like to get your thoughts on that, please. Pretty good. Um, CM Punk MJF promo, um, good and um, seeing Brooke Baker running her gun, and uh, show was pretty good. Mm-hmm. We did actually, I think, post some moments in the AWS page if anybody wants to go back and relive some of that. Uh, they can go back and do so. As we also said, we did post the interview that that AEW Unrestricted did with uh, Ruby Soho. We did post that on there earlier today as well. So if you want to go back and listen in on that, um, you may, uh, of course, everyone, anyone can go on there and listen on that. Wish. Uh, Justin JD had actually kept, kept, had been had been keeping me up to date as best as possible 
with what has been going on with SmackDown, of course, with it being in the mind neck of the woods, of course, here in Greensboro. Uh, <laughs> and that, too. Uh, uh, <laughs> apparently, like I said, to or to determine their uh, obviously, of course, Roman, Roman and Paul Heyman coming out there running their big mouth, apparently. Um, saying that they pretty much yeah, they, 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 they didn't have anybody else to face that apparently like I said was been officially decided is that they were going to have like a battle royal what they're calling a Black Friday battle royal to determine the, to determine the new number one contender to the universal uh um, of course, we had not heard who was involved with it, but of course, you could probably believe that with the fact that SmackDown may not have that many male competitors on the show, uh, seeing as how I since WWE has probably let a lot of them go here lately. Uh, um, one heavy favorite that has been mentioned, obviously, is Drew McIntyre. Uh, I don't know if you have gotten any update on on if any if that has happened, or or what was the final result of that, um, or anything interesting that did take place on SmackDown tonight. I would like to hear what you would have to say about it. <coughs> uh, excuse me. I hate when they always keep the show off with Roman Reigns and um. And um, I mean, I, I saw that, um that Charlotte that one hair bitch um Charlotte do pie over um Tony Storm and, and it's the same thing B- Becky Lynch bullying um Liv Morgan last Monday, and I, I did not like um and um I did not like Sami Zayn winning the Battle Royal. I mean. Really, I mean, it should have been Drew McIntyre, and um, and the end, the end of the show, um, um, was good, good, mate, because I heard a Brock here, I heard it um from Caleb Broxton that um, Brock Lesnar's coming, and I, you know, I really do hate, hate how the way Paul Heyman is treating um Caleb Braxton. Someone should just shut, shut him up, Paul Heyman. Yeah, that's what I heard too. I heard that Heyman was kind of bad to her. That um, that apparently that there was some rumor that she was going to possibly be let go or something of that nature. Um, but, uh, but yeah, you're right. I mean, the thing about it is, just because just because you act so high and mighty and all that, you got to step all over everybody else, and that's not the way you're supposed to really conduct business. <clears throat> so you're telling me Sami Zayn won this battle royal? Yeah, that's this. I mean, that's why WWE. That's why WWE is getting laughed at right now. Well, of course, because it's a complete joke. It is, of course, a can. It is, of course, a complete joke indeed. But of course, we're that's how. That's gotta be. Expected. That's really, really gotta be expected, indeed. Um, 
but to tell you the truth i wasn't really i wasn't really that much um i wasn't really that much surprised um uh um that that was going to go down like it did uh of course we weren't expected to we weren't expecting otis to eat a slice of pizza and cost himself that uh that 25th anniversary battle royal this sunday but as you know anything as i always say anything can possibly happen in the wwe Oh, by the way, I think we might have an inkling, of course. We thought we heard something about that JD was probably going to be on later. But apparently, Justin, we must have caught some audio coming from, apparently from coming from somewhere in his house. I'm not sure where exactly. But apparently, I found it right here. Uh, and ladies and gentlemen, my apologies for playing this. It might be a, t a tad graphic, but um, as much as I hate to play it, Justin, can you believe JD would do that? Can you really believe JD would do that? Oh, I think, uh, think maybe, maybe. <laughs> uh, uh, at least a sap, at least a good part about Justin. At least he didn't do it. At least he didn't do it to the turkey. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, Justin, I think that's probably a good thing you didn't. You decided to kind of mute that there because that was. Um, and again, I apologize for that. I, we we just picked up that audio. Uh, but uh, give me this one more time here, folks. One six zero five five six two zero four four four. Caller ID one three eight zero five five pound. This is episode number 1073 of WCWS Revolution. It is 10.18 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, this is Friday, November 26, 2021. Mr. WCWS, Chad Hinshaw, coming at you from Trinity, North Carolina. And the soul man, Justin Lewis Fleming, coming at you here, of course, great city and state of Indianapolis, Indiana, where, of course, he does see uh, several race cars rush, rush to his house all the time. No, ah, ha, ha. Very funny. Okay. Sorry. I couldn't help myself. Sorry, Justin. I couldn't help it. 
I'm God. Okay, I'm my apologies. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, <laughs> I'm a big racing fan too, Justin. So I, I had to. That's why I did that. So sorry. Anyway, coming up tomorrow evening uh, is our next edition of WC Power Hour one four one three six four pound uh, at six o'clock. Of course, be sure to come at six o'clock Eastern. Be sure to be sure if you wish to come on and as we discuss tomorrow's wrestling uh, uh, history and pop culture uh, wrestling wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays. I'll say it straight in just a minute. Mm. Plus, also what took place here in the radio network, of course, here this week, and also some wrestling news tidbits according to our friends at 411mania.com. So be sure to listen in on WCWS Power Hour. If you wish to come on, please feel free to do so. We'd love to have you. At 6 o'clock, of course, this coming uh, t- tomorrow evening, of course, part, part of the WCWS radio network right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. Now, Justin, uh, while we're while we have while I have you here, uh, <clears throat> I was have a few moments here. Hope we hope we may we still may be hearing from. Uh, hopefully, we'll be able to hear something from. No, it's no, it's Chad. Um, for real, the writers of WWE SmackDown needs to slap themselves hard because Jeff Hardy won that elimination match until Sami Zayn came out of nowhere and eliminated Jeff Hardy. That was a fluke. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's see. So apparently Jeff Hardy originally originally uh, was the one planned on winning it, but for some odd reason they added somebody here at the very last possible minute, and that someone turned to be Sami Zayn. He eliminated Jeff Hardy, and he won the thing. Well, that's what apparently this must have been all the work of. Set, uh, I can give you probably a whole list of people. Uh, let's see Vince McMahon, Nick Khan, Bruce Pritchard, John Laurinaitis, Kevin Dunn, and even, of course, Adam Pearson, Sonya Tope, Naomi, and Aaliyah, and a lot of other girls will be able to kick her sorry tail all over the place because she does not deserve to do everything she's been doing here lately. Especially, of course, in fact, removing Aaliyah, this simply because she was friends with, is because she was simply friends with uh, Amy. I mean, the thing about it is that should take her away because she's friends with Mandy Rose. And Mandy Rose is a complete goof right now. So, hey, so. Um, but, ladies and gentlemen, all we can say is, what can you do? All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and bring you here, of course, here, the results of our, the results, of course, of our, of our, of course, our poll matches that we did have, um, that we did, that we've been having, of course, all week long here. <clears throat> and let me go ahead and bring that here to you. First off, the AWUS World, uh, World Tag Team Championship matchup. Ladies and gentlemen, I am I am I can officially report that still your AWS World Tag Team Champion, the team of the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, and the Soul Man, Justin Lewis Fleming. So, Justin, you get to hold on to one half of those tag titles for a little while longer. It was a okay. three to, 
three to two over the team of the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, and the and the Empress Anne Marie Rickenbach. Now your next opponents, and I'll post this tonight or tomorrow, will be against a team of Alayla Peters and George Palmarino. So be prepared for that. Okay. Uh, let's see. Okay. The AWS Full Gear Championship. We did say we were going to crown a brand new championship here. <clears throat> and ladies and gentlemen, with a three to one, uh, three to one vote, your winner and your new AEWS Full Gear Championship, the Ace of Spades, Jordan Stuffless. So Jordan, we'll, we'll get word to Jordan that uh, he has picked up the AEWS Full Gear title. Now. <clears throat> this is one I think Justin will definitely want to listen closely to. As you know, we did have, of course, a matchup here to determine the brand-new WWFUS Wrestling Classic Championship. Ladies and gentlemen, with a 3-1 to one victory, your new WWFUS Wrestling Classic Champion, the Soul Man, Justin Lewis Fleming. Three votes to one over the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo. Justin, all right. So, Justin, I'll be sending okay. that. I'll be sending that belt here to you as soon as possible. <clears throat> and let's see here, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we might have to extend a matchup here uh, officially because apparently here the NJPW US Power Struggle Championship, uh, Antonio Gutierrez defending against the Ace of Space, Jordan Stuffless. Apparently here, ladies and gentlemen, this one. Right now, uh, the, the official result ended in a 1-1 tie. Normally, I know that a lot of people would say, well, well, it would be, of course, it would be a draw and the champion keeps the belt. Well, I mean, that may be so. But ladies and gentlemen, WUS, we do things a little bit differently with our trivia championships. <clears throat> so ladies and gentlemen, we are going to... We are going to, of course, <clears throat> extend this match until until next Friday, and we will pose. And we will, of course, I will make a comment on this here. And if we, of course, do not have, and between now and next Friday, if we have a tiebreaker, then I will officially announce that whether if Antonio retains. The power struggle t title, or if Jordan Stuffless wins it. So, like I said, we will extend this. The match will go on until, of course, like we said, uh, like we said, of course, here uh, next Friday, which I do believe, and I'll have to look at. Uh, uh, let me see here, which would be December the third. So, so. Up until next next Friday's edition of Revolution, episode one thousand seventy six. Now, if the tie is broken by <clears throat> before beforehand, we will announce the winner early. So I will go ahead and keep you apprised of that. And also, ladies and gentlemen, uh, also of course, WUS Generation Championship here. Uh, John has retained the generation title with a 1-0 victory over the King of Clubs, Mitt Patel. 
and also the WCW US Red Arrow Championship with a two to zero two to zero victory here. Justin Carter has retained the WCW US Red Arrow Championship. So so there so there you have it, of course, here right now with your current standings. Looks like John will be taking back his half of the AWS tag belts and the WCW US Generation Championship. Justin will be not only taking back the other half of the AWS tag belts, but he will also be now taking the new WWF US Wrestling Classic Championship due to his victory. <clears throat> and of course, uh, <clears throat> and of course, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, two of the matches that we will be posting next. We will repost the NJPW US Power Struggle Championship bout pitting Antonio Gutierrez defending against Jordan Stuplis. Of course, if the tie is broken before next week, like I said, we will announce that winner regardless if it's Antonio retaining the title or if it's Jordan winning the title. We'll, of course, keep you surprised of that here as well. And also, ladies and gentlemen, John and Justin will once again defend the AWS World Tag Team titles, this time against the team of Elena Peters and George Palmarino. And of course, uh, they'll have two, and of course, this is all stemming from the big six, six team uh, contenders match we had several weeks ago. Of course, the winner of that match will go on to face the. the I don't know if they're if they're once again or if they're the former GSWI tag team champions, uh, Heather Renee and Chelsea Glover, and then after that it'll be another team, of course. So, like I said, we'll keep you apprised of all that whenever, of course, these matches continue to, of course, move forward. <clears throat> so, congrats are they are definitely going to be in order in the camp of John and Justin Lewis Fleming here, of course, here tonight. One six so five. Five five six two zero four 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 caller ID one three eight zero five five pound. This is episode number one thousand seventy three of WCW US Revolution. It is ten twenty nine PM Eastern Standard Time. This is Friday. Well, I should say Black Friday, I should say. Uh, November twenty sixth, two thousand twenty one, the day after Thanksgiving. Hope everyone did have a terrific Thanksgiving holiday. Mr. WCW US Chad Hinshaw here alongside the soul man, Justin Lewis Fleming, here, of course, here as well. Hoping to hear from several more folks, including the Iceman, Jared DiGiromo, and the human suplex machine, John Gross. But we have not heard uh, we have not heard anything officially from either one of them here as of yet, so I'm not sure what their status is. Uh, but we will, of course, keep you, we will, of course, keep you, keep you in the know here if, if we do hear anything from <clears throat> if we do hear anything from um either one of them here of course here to here tonight uh, oh um by the way um i'll and i'll be working on i'll be working on doing something um something very very spectacular right here ladies and gentlemen as you know, of course, I did this uh, about the, around close to this time last year, um, and I'm, I'm doing this this time. I've kind of added a little bit of a of a flair to the to the punch here, uh, <clears throat> um, and I'm not sure what page I'll be using to post these on. 
but I am doing the second annual WCW US Fantasy Invitational. And this is going to be kind of like a King of the Ring tournament style setup here. We've got, uh, let's see. Uh, let's, let's see. Um, I, I got two, four, six, eight. We got 16 matches set up each, of course, on both the men's and the women's side. Of course, as you know, these are fantasy matchups here. Of course, some we may see, some we may, some we may see, some we may never, we probably won't will ever see. Uh, they consist of a lot of folks, of course, obviously, that, that, uh, that, um, <clears throat> that, um, that uh, folks that, of course, that have since retired. Or a lot of folks that have since passed on, um, but nevertheless, here we would. Uh, and I just threw a few of them here at random here, folks, uh, trying to use some different ones from the last time that we did this. And I'll be working on a way to get a lot of these posted on here. So, um, um, of course, we'll probably have the. Um, now, I believe the War Games, Justin, I think that's coming up not – I think it's coming up next weekend. Is that – is? do I have that correct? I think you do. Okay, I think it's, I think it's next weekend. I think they're supposed to have the War Games. Of course, obviously, they're going to do an old school versus men's – old school versus new school men's. War games match. You're going to have a women's war games match. I haven't heard of any other matches supposed to be taking place. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. But but of course, ladies and gentlemen, we will. We will, we will, of course, uh, we will, of course, keep you informed about that. But as for, of course, our fantasy invitational here, I'll be working on uh, where to place this. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Um, where to place this right here because um, we just don't want to overload, of course, our second phase pay-per-view prediction center page. Uh, I'll be working on doing something here. Uh Because, like I said, this, we would like, I would like to do this in the same format like we do with the actual wrestling pay-per-views to where someone can earn an opportunity at the uh, at a men's WCWUS Trivia Championship and also a women's uh, WCWUS uh, Trivia Championship. Um, I'm trying to work out a little bit of the details here now. 
but uh, <clears throat> but of course we'll keep you informed. Of course here, uh, um, we'll keep you apprised. Of course of the uh, <clears throat> um, we'll keep you apprised on how we plan on doing that. And we still have not received any sort of word from uh, from the Iceman, Jared DiGiromo, or the human suplex machine, John Grosser, as of yet. John getting himself prepared. I believe he does a podcast on Friday nights. He may be getting himself prepped for that. I'm not really sure. <clears throat> so more than likely, he may not be on here at all. Uh, we, of course, have not heard anything recently from all, from Danny from Oak Park or the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds. Um, and uh, we haven't heard from a lot of other folks here, of course, recently. But, of course, a lot of folks have had a lot of things they've had to take care of here, of course. And so it's understandable if they cannot make it on. But uh, let's see here. Um, forgive us here, folks, if we don't, if we're not doing a lot of, uh, If we, um, um, that we haven't been, been doing that much talking here lately, we just been figuring out what the our next plan, plan of action here is. Because, like I said, we have not heard anything from, like I said, uh, um, from uh, JD or John, and like we said, we think John's probably getting ready to do his podcast, so more than likely we may not get a chance to hear from him. But, uh, uh, but we're not sure about what the Excuse me, we're not quite 100% sure about what the uh, what both of these gentlemen are. Uh, I did speak to JD prior to come about maybe at least 10 or 15 minutes prior to coming on 
to get revolution prep for the night and we had and uh, he did tell us that he he did inform me that he would be he would do his best to be on here a little bit later and may, he may be of course probably going to cut this close here folks at the phone but we have not but well, we have not heard anything else <clears throat> Well, some of the matches, ladies and gentlemen, that we did that we did hear that we do have, of course, set up here for the uh, um, <clears throat> that we do have set up here for um, for war games. So far, is the uh, ladies war games match as the team of Raquel Gonzalez. Io Shirai, Cora Jade, and Kaylee Ray will take on the team of Dakota Kai and the trio known as Toxic Attraction, the current NXT Women's Chindy Rose, and the NXT Women's Tag Team Champions, Gigi Dolan and JC Jane. A hair versus hair match is scheduled to take place between Cameron Grimes and Duke Hudson. The match for the NXT Tag Team titles. Imperium, the team of Marcel Barthel and Fabian Aitner, is scheduled to, to, to face off against either the team of Kyle Riley and Von Wagner or the team of Joaquin Wilde and Raul Mendoza of Gado del Fantasma. The NXT Cruiserweight title is, is going to be up for grabs as Roderick Strong is scheduled to defend it against Joe Gacy. Of course, Roderick Strong did, of course, steal that belt from Kushida. I do remember that. <clears throat> and of course, there was uh, that was of course kind of uh, kind of wicked there. Of course, Kashida should have another shot at it. My personal opinion. And and against War Games match team old school, who was consist of Tommaso Ciampa, Johnny Gargano, Pete Dunne, and L.A. Knight, is scheduled to take on Team New School, which is the team of Braun Breaker, Carmelo Hayes, Tony D'Angelo, and Grayson Waller. And Trick Williams is supposed to be in the corner of Team New School. So, so far, those are the matches they have set up. Of course, obviously, with, of course, NXT 2.0 popping up one more time, of course, uh, before, of course, uh, the War Games event coming up here next weekend. Uh, there is, of course, the possibility <clears throat> that they could add another match onto this. Of course, obviously, with this being, of course, obviously WWE, and obviously Vincent Man been able to kind of wrangle this, of course, in his favor, and which he's, of course, kind of really kind of tore it up, in my personal point of view. Uh, he, uh, he obviously, of course, um, it wouldn't surprise me if they decided to add something else here, of course, here to the mix. But we'll, of course, keep you informed um, about all this, of course. <clears throat> As as within the next few days, if we do hear something, of course, officially, as far as as far as of course, um, as far as the show goes, of course, I do believe that, like I said, uh, <clears throat> that next Sunday, uh, this coming next, not this coming Sunday, but next Sunday, December the fifth, is when, of course. Uh, 
<coughs> is when, of course, um, uh, the NXT show is supposed to be taking place. So we'll keep you apprised about that here over here as soon when we get more information. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, of course, like I said, we got about 17 minutes to go before we we plan on, of course, uh, closing it here. And, of course, we still have not received any sort of word at all from uh, John, J.D. or John if whether or not they're going to be able to make it on here or not. Uh, we did say we were going to possibly hear something from, it, from J.D., but apparently he something must have probably happened. And apparently he must be, and he must be, of course, uh, must be uh, probably continues probably spend time with his family or something like that. I'm not really sure. And someone had left us a message here just a moment ago here, uh, pretty much saying hello, guys, and happy holidays. I'm is not saying who it is, but um, <clears throat> but of course that is a, that is a very that is a very nice gesture, of course, indeed. Uh, <laughs> well, while we continue here, ladies and gentlemen, let's see if we can find some of, if we can find any, uh, find out anything about, um, You can't be We're going to see if we can try to uh Ladies and gentlemen, we may have we may have officially here um, the human suplex machine 
John to see. I think he may have been. He may have tried to uh, uh, squeeze in here. Uh, uh, we'll welcome him, of course. Here, just a short introduction here to 1073 of Revolution, John. But John, we welcome you, sir. And now we have eight on, and apparently he's saying, "Sorry, guys, I don't have an account yet." He is with USWX Pro Wrestling in Texas. Uh, it must be an independent wrestling organization there. Uh, but whoever guest eight. Welcome you, of course, here as well. Uh, let's get you, of course, ladies and gentlemen, to the brief courtesy of the Bleacher Report. We'll just go ahead. We'll just get you, of course, like I said, just the uh, the official uh, of each match here. First one here, Darby Allen taking on Billy Gunn. Uh, uh, Darby Allen was able to get by Billy Gunn, of course, here for this matchup here. Uh, of course, the quarterfinals here of the uh of the um of the AEW TBS uh championship tournament uh red velvet taking on someone who should have no business being in it as jade cargill because unfortunately jade because as we have said many many times here before uh jade uh, uh jade cargill is really a man um i don't know why she, i don't know why but apparently, for some reason, Cargill was able to steal one from Red Velvet because this person shouldn't have been in here because Jade Cargill, like we said, is not a woman. Jade Cargill is a man. Uh, <laughs> well, seriously, I mean, the, I mean, I mean, Jade Cargill does not look like a woman to me. I'm sorry. And like I said, if she, if she ever hears this commentary and hears me say something like that, if she wants to say something about it, then let her say something about it. Because I don't think she, I don't think in reality she is one. I think she's just a drag queen dressed up in a wig. I mean, I, that's, I mean, that's what, I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, and the third, and the third match that took place here, Adam Cole and Bobby Fish took on the team of Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. Uh, and apparently, like I said, it looks like Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus uh, won, won the match here, and apparently um, Adam Cole kind of abandoned his old, his former Undisputed Era partner. Um, so. 
<clears throat> so, so like I said, with all respect, I mean, we saw, like I said, three decent. We saw three matches here. Two of them, of course, uh, very decent. Of course, obviously, Darby Allen picking up the win over Billy Gunn. Of course, and of course, Jade Cargill. Uh, go ahead and um, move one step up in the TBS Championship Tournament. Of course, Jade Cargill shouldn't be in it because, as I said before, this is a women's championship tournament and Jade Cargill is actually a man. And also, of course, Bobby Fish and and Adam Cole going down to Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus, of course. And obviously, obviously we see Adam Cole abandon his former Undisputed Era partner, Bobby Fish. Of course, <clears throat> and apparently they did not make any effort at all to, uh, to of course, um, to of course, to of course, to, to of course, help his partner. Uh, Okay, this person here from this uh, this, uh, this 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 organization in Texas, his name is Josh. Uh, he has asked a question: If we do discuss independent wrestling, uh, Josh, to answer your question, uh, we have discussed independent wrestling. On this on this show, and several other shows that we do have, of course, here in our in our network here of shows on talk show. This is not the only one that we do. We have a bunch more of them. Um, we do have a we do have a show that I have set up for uh, in the to, to talk about anything going on in the world of in the wrestling. But the show that one has not been on in the last several years. And we're hoping to get it, get it, and and maybe other and and some more of them that haven't been on in a while. Back up on the air here, of course, here very soon. Uh, that is, of course, a that is, of course, a project that we we here WWUS are working on doing at this time. So,
<clears throat> so hopefully, like I said, we can get it up and going here really again soon. And we would love to, of course, hear a little bit more about your organization here sometime. And of course, like I said, maybe we can get that show up and going again. You know, definitely showcase that on uh, Hmm. Hmm. Apparently, ladies and gentlemen, John is investigating this. And as I mentioned here before, apparently there is something going on between uh, GSWI and also an, another uh, wrestling organization out there. Uh, apparently, it seems to be seems seems to have some sort of uh, some sort of grudge or something against GSWI. I'm not sure what it's all about. That part is, of course, none of my business. Uh, Thing. Yeah, I'm 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 right here. I'm I'm right here. We're uh let's see, ladies and gentlemen, it doesn't appear that while we've been hearing bits and pieces here from John, apparently JD is not gonna be able to make it on. Because apparently, like I said, we had he has not sent me any message um other than him saying that he's gonna try to be on or this was the show started. And so, ladies and gentlemen, I guess what we're going to just go go ahead and do here is we're going to, we're going to shift things over here now. Before we close it out for the night, we're going to shift it over here now to, of course, to the man who, of course, brings us our daily wrestling and pop culture history and birthday reports every single every single day. The wrestling portion on our page, WCWUS Fan Empire, and so. Course, culture portion of our history and birthdays on WCW US Entertainment Cavalcade. Uh, of course, that is, of course, the soul man Justin Lewis Fleming. Let's see what Justin brings to the table, of course, in addition to what, everything that I have added on here. Hey, I, have JD, added on. Giant, I mean, Chad, JD will be on next week. Thank you. Thank you, Justin. I appreciate that. Okay. Apparently, Justin, thank you. Thank, thank you, of course, Justin has. Justin has, of course, provided us with a um, <clears throat> with an update. The Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, will not be making it here on tonight. 
He'll be on WWS Revolution, of course, here next week. I uh, will go ahead and point out, be sure to check out the Monday afternoon tradition, WWS Raw Radio, coming up here this Monday, of course, 138744-pound, as I'm sure JD, John, GTS, uh, Justin, uh, and the rest of the game will be on. <clears throat> um, we'll be on to, of course, to discuss. Uh, we'll be on here to, of course, to discuss everything that, of course, has t- t- taken place, of course, here in both the wrestling and sport and sports world. Also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> they'll also be get, getting ratings in. Uh, are the predictions for ratings? event for next week's Monday Night Raw. Also, of course, for next week's Monday Night Football game. So be sure to check in on WWS Raw Radio, 138744-pound this Monday afternoon, of course, starting at 3, right here, of course, on w- in here in the WWS Radio Network, right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. Now let's go ahead and see what Justin, of course, has here in our uh, the remainder of our second take on our wrestling and pop culture history and birthday reports for today, November the 26th. Justin, please go on ahead and proceed. Okay, see. Today is a happy 20, 23rd birthday. Hold on a second. 22nd birthday to El Hijo del Villano the third, Spanish for the son with Spanish for the son of Villano the third, Mexican mass professional wrestler who is currently working for CMWL. Today's a happy 32nd birthday to Kyle Shrokala. For anyone who's Kit Osborne, today's a happy 35th birthday to Radomir Petkovic, Siberian pro wrestler and former amateur wrestler. He's best known for his time in WWE and their development of the territory NXT, King Const- Constantine. Today's a happy 39th birthday to John Elliott, American professional wrestler, very known by his real Dylan Klein. He's the younger brother of Jason Elliott. Today's a happy 40th birthday to Bob Gindler, American pro wrestler. Gindler works generally on the independent circuit under the ring name of Bobby Shields. Today's a happy 52nd birthday to Purple Hayes, wrestler from Akron, Ohio. Today's a happy 33rd birthday, um, 53rd birthday to uh. uh Today's a happy 53rd birthday to Hiro, Hiroshi Kosibu. Right now, I was reading Subo Ginjin. <laughs> Today is a happy. What is that? <laughs> I have no idea what that. Is. I don't know what that was. What was that? I'll, I'll check it out, Justin. Please go ahead and finish. I'm sorry. I'll today would have been a happy. Today would have been a happy 63rd birthday to Juan Conrado Aligua Jagri, 
Fernando Mizrini, El Texano, Mexican luchador or pro wrestler. And today would have been a happy 80. They would have been happy 93rd birthday to Gilbert Vonnet, Gilbert Vonnet, French wrestler. And see. Now, here's some wrestling history today. See, um, 50 years. Fifty years ago today, Imperial Illinois, Red Bastion versus Lars Anderson, Larry the Axe Henning versus Billy Robinson from AWA. And fifty years ago today in Atlanta, it was announced that in 1972 a tournament will be held for the new breast nuts title, Klondike, participating in our graph session for the fans. Forty years ago today in St. Paul, Minnesota, from AWA. AWA champion Nick Bockle defeated Sheik Adnan. Hulk, Hulk Hogan defeated Jesse Ventura in an arm wrestling match. Billy Robinson and Teal's Santana and Jim Brazil defeated Ken Patera and Bobby Duncan and Jerry Blackwell in six, I think it was one, two, three, four, five, six, in a six man tag team match. Adrian Adonis and Buck, Buck Zumhoff fought and, and Drew. Fought in the draw. Evan Johnson defeated Kenny J. Judy Martin defeated Joyce Gable. And 20 years ago today, Chad, I know you remember this. On Raw, Regal pisses on the big show in the bathroom. <laughs> Chris Stratus <laughs> defeated. Trish Stratus defeated Trish Stratus defeated Stacy Keebler in a Brian Paintings match. And, and the Undertaker and um the Undertaker turned heel on Jim Jerry King on, on Jim Ross, forcing him to kiss um Miss the old bastard Vince Vince's ass as Raw ends. And mm-hmm. ten years ago today on on Ring of Honor television. On Sinclair, Briscoe Brothers versus Coleman versus Caprice Coleman and Cedric Alexander, Michael Elgin versus Sean Casey and Raphael Constantine, and and El Jericho versus Jay Leafa for the Ring of Honor TV title. Now let's see some pop culture history. Mm-hmm. Where did I post it? Where, where did I post it? Fifty years ago today, a forty home. Fifty years ago today in my primetime TV history. Fifty years ago today, in American primetime TV history, CBS aired a made-for-TV movie called *A Death of Innocence*. 
NBC aired a special called Chronologue and ABC aired two specials, something the great quarterback sneak and the eagle and the hawk. 40 years ago today, Four years ago today, American primetime TV history, ABC aired a, a Barbara Walters special, Ronald Reagan, at home on the ranch. 30 years ago today, Michael Jackson's album, Dangerous, was released. God rest his soul. Yeah. And see. 20 years ago today, on ABC's Monday Night Football, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers beat the St. Louis Rams 24-17, to and that's it. Okay. <clears throat> thank, thank, you very, thank you very much here. Uh, thank, you, thank you very much here, of course. Uh, uh, <clears throat> uh, just, Justin, for that right there. <clears throat> um. <sighs> Whoa. Sorry. Anyway, thank you very much, here, of course, Justin. Uh, as we always say, ladies and gentlemen, every single day, of course, including Saturdays and Sundays, you can check out Justin's uh, wrestling and pop culture history and birthday reports. Uh, the wrestling portion, of course, on WCWS Fan Empire, Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WCWS Appreciation. And also the pop on WCW US Entertainment Cavalcade, Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash <clears throat> WCW US Entertainment. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for joining us here tonight for episode number 1073 of WCWS Revolution. Uh, Mr. WCWS Chad Hinshaw hereby thanks uh, the soul man Justin Lewis Fleming, of course, with a brief appearance by the Human Supervisor Gross, as we of course did discuss, of course your wrestling news and views. Myself and Justin did bring you, of course, your wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays here for today. Uh, we did, of course, talk about what happened Wednesday on AEW Dynamite before Thanksgiving, and also what happened on SmackDown in my neck of the woods here in Greensboro, North Carolina. Plus, also we talked about what took place, uh, the three matches that took place on AEW. Rampage here, <clears throat> and also, of course, and also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we did officially announce the winners of our poll matches that we did have up. I uh, will go ahead and we'll go ahead, of course, and repost the NJPWS Power Struggle Championship match between Antonio and Jordan. Of course, we are going to extend this match up, up until next Friday. Of course, like I said, if in fact the tie is broken between now and next. Friday, go ahead and award the, the championship to either Antonio, he will retain it, or Jordan, which he will, of course, win it. 
Uh, John, of course, went home tonight with one half of the AWS World Tag Team Championship, as well as, of course, he retained the WCW US Generation Championship. The soul man, Justin Lewis Fleming, is not going home empty-handed either, as he, of course, he's taken home the other half of the AWS Tag Team titles and the brand-new WWF US Wrestling Classic Championship. So, so, so congrats on both on both counts. To both, of course, the human suplex machine, John Gross, and the soul man, Justin Lewis Fleming, of course, here one one more time. Excuse me. Uh, Also, of course, uh, also, of course, uh, ladies and gentlemen, the announcement that we are prepping a a second annual WUS Fantasy Invitational. This time, of course, we're pitting where we are. We are fixing up 16 men's fantasy matches and 16 women's fantasy matches. Of course, we will have an ultimate plan here for this. We'll, we'll let you know about what group we do. Post all these in, and we will also let you know about what will be at stake here. Of course, to the overall winner of both <clears throat> of both the men's and the women's sides. Of course, here indeed. Uh, sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, I just installed an app on my phone here. Uh, coming up with some very funny, uh, very funny fart sounds. So I, I can't help myself and all that. We're just having a good, good time and fun all the time with this. But as we said, be sure to catch WCW US Power Hour tomorrow afternoon, tomorrow evening at six o'clock, one four one three six four pound. We'll be reviewing the week that was here in the radio network. Was also bringing you tomorrow's wrestling and pop culture history and birthday report, and some wrestling news tidbits that come in overnight and during the day tomorrow, courtesy of 411mania.com. <clears throat> also, be sure to ch- check out all of our group sports on Facebook. As we said, in addition to the pay per view prediction center second phase page, as well as Fan Empire and also Entertainment Cavalcade, do not forget Sports Roundup, Game Show Alley, as well as. <coughs> Location of animation and also the movie channel. Also, check out our tribute groups to Don Rickles, Johnny Carson, as well as Who's Honest It Anyway, <clears throat> as, well as, as well as, of course, our tribute groups to uh, Night Rider, Home Improvement, of course, the Power Rangers, Motor Week Retro Re- Review, Cars of the Past, also, of course, NASCAR US High Octane History. Also, of course, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, speaking of, of course, passing gas, do not forget, of course, Justin has those special clothespins if you wish to visit the group entitled A Gaseous Affair. <clears throat> He's trying his best to fix the wallpaper in there, but it's just not really working out that way. Uh, also, be sure to check out our wrestling, of course, AEW US, NXT US, NWA US, ROH US, of course, uh, AWA US, WCCW US, WWF US, DX US, NWO US, and so forth. Check out Women of WCW US, of course, with some great ladies' matches as well. Also, check out, of course, the video vault where we got a lot of matches, promos, vignettes. Uh, we posted a lot of uh, uh, um, some wrestling, classic wrestling commercials on there. We posted some more great matches on there. 
be sure to check out what we've got listed on there, of course, here as we even as we speak. <laughs> and so much more, of course, we'll be posting a whole lot more stuff over the weekend. So be sure to check out everything here, of course, here indeed. Um, as we, of course, keep all of our groups groups rolling here in WCW US. Also, ladies and gentlemen, be sure to, of course, check out uh, a lot of, of course, episodes of all of our shows that we've done over the past six years here in the WCWUS Radio Network. And, of course, like I said, if you have any thoughts and opinions about any of those shows, please feel free to, of course, let us know. And also, <coughs> as we, of course, work on trying to get a lot of these shows back up and going, we hope to, of course, uh, be, we hope to, of course, bring a lot more uh, to you here, of course, here in the coming months and years and so forth like that. Revolution 1073 is a broadcast of the WCW US Radio Network right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com, where we are, of course, six years older and continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain your uh, wrestling connection. Take care, of course, and God bless here, folks. Be sure to continue to stay safe out there. With the announcement, of course, that, that overseas they found yet another possible variant of the pandemic. Uh, we are, of course, they're, of course, watching all of it very carefully. And that means, of course, we just hope and pray that we, we don't run into the same thing that we ran into last year. Uh, we, of course, like I said here, folks, at war will continue to be on our guard 24-7, without a doubt, indeed. So until then, here, folks, take care and God bless your folks. Keep yourself safe. Keep your family safe, of course, here as well. And, of course, while you have some last-minute stuff prepared for Christmas, be sure to, of course, to uh, stay stay true stay true, and, and stay safe out there, of course, yourself. And like I said, members of your family here as well. Since 2015, ladies and gentlemen, your source for everything, of course, here in the world of pro wrestling, pop culture, and everything in between. This is, of course, the one and the only, the WCWUS Radio Network. Good night. Good night, Jeff. This is the WCWS Radio Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.